Yes, sir. You know we're back with another installment back here at the TVA and the Patreon. Oh, they don't know that the TVA is in the Patreon. Our TVA is in our Patreon. So, yeah. I guess if you're here, then you're here. Variant. So, just call out all of the listeners as variants. Um, There's so much to touch on that this is probably going to be a longer one. But as always, I'm your host, Ryan Aubrey. Of course, I had to bring the lovely duo, Steph and Hannah. And of course, I had to bring Bad Opinion Man himself, <laughs> Lucius. So, where do we even begin? How about the opening? <laughs> okay, that will help. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cool. So, we walk into this castle. It turns out it wasn't a prison. Okay, okay. It wasn't Dr. Doom. But Miss Minutes. Mm. We, we knew we were going to get uh, Miss Minutes. But what was even fishier was that Miss Minutes also didn't, like, acknowledge Ravana. So, like, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll touch. Well, we could touch Ravana now, but, like. Where did Ravana even go? And what does that mean based on, like, what we just found out? Because I think we saw three pieces of information we needed to see. We saw Hunter B-15 go show the others Ravana, mm-hmm. Like, in her actual life. We saw, yeah. we saw Ravana leave. We saw Miss Minutes and Ravana not necessarily be on the same page anymore. Yeah, like Miss Minutes knew more than her. And Miss Minutes was connected to He Who Remains, as we come to know him. Thanks, Marvel, again, for the confusing names. <laughs> um, We know from the comics that Kang the Conqueror has a relationship with Ravana across every timeline. It's interesting that she was personally placed in the TVA on the sacred timeline and saved. Yeah. And Miss Minutes is always with Ravana. So it's crazy because she's always reporting back to He Who Remains. Mm-hmm. At this point, He Who Remains Nameless. Um, <laughs> speaking of him, I don't think that was Kane. And I think that's why they chose not to introduce him as such. I think he was meant to... And honestly, there's a precedent for this in the comics. Nerd moment. It's time for the nerd moment. <laughs> so, in the comics, there's obviously a lot of versions of Kane. They actually, this was actually one of the most comic book accurate or just comic book heavy depictions of any live action uh, work ever this episode. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because they were literally sitting down for 30 minutes an episode and we were sitting there with them at a table talking, just dumping exposition on us. But <laughs> in the comics, a one version of Kang is Amortis. Amortis yep. is uh, like the, the basically the most peaceful version of Kang, respectively. Mm-hmm. And this version, he also won the war and also like tried to survive because he was afraid of his other versions of himself. I think that's who we were introduced to this time. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think we, we finished with Kang and then and the Kangs. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to that. I guess we'll, we'll save that. We'll put the pot. We'll, we'll pin, pin it, pin it. We'll come back to that. So how do you guys feel about that, that castle scene? How do you guys feel about us walking the castle, going into it? Walk me through. Take, give me a tour of the castle in, in uh, Smokey Boom Boom Man or whatever his name was. Are you talking about What's his name? Smokey Boom Boom Man. Elias. Elias. <laughs> Elias, yeah. You know what I mean. He's the worst of his names. Sticky pointy stick or whatever. Oh yeah, the pointy sticky thing. <laughs> sticky pokey, pokey thing. <laughs> oh. It's crazy how they're pruning people. This is just really random. It's crazy how they're pruning people with the sticks. And remembering like the original Avengers when Loki had like the stick, the staff. With the, the Tesseract on it. Isn't it crazy how it's like a similar mechanism? I'm just, mm-hmm. I was just throwing Easter eggs out there. All right, go ahead, y'all. Sorry. Well, we got to talk about what Miss Minutes asked them, like, or trying to um, give them, like, what they, their fantasy or whatever. Mm hmm. Trying to tempt them. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think. That's evidence right there. I mean, we obviously don't know exactly what the result of things is going to be. Well, I was going to say that giving somebody that offer would be evidence that the, you know, that he who remains is getting nervous. And that's what I thought when I saw it. But... If he literally knew every action up until that point, you could say that that action, that offer that was made was not because he was nervous. It was because he knew what would happen if they were offered it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, That's you kind true. of spoiled, spoiled the end of the conversation there a little bit, but <laughs> I, I think that I agree with that. I think that last scene when he like looks at like he welcomed the, the the death. It wasn't like he tried to fight it off or move out the way or run or flee. He welcomed the idea of uh Sylvie killing him because he knew he would be win. Yeah. Was it just me or did he still, despite insisting this, seem a little bit nervous at the idea of being killed? I now here's the thing, and we'll 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 get to this question at the end. We'll revisit the answer. I want you guys to just think about this one. Did he actually win, or right. did he lose? Because <laughs> I think he lost. Mm-hmm. I think he was in over his head, and I think that he lost by the end, by by the the non post credit post credit. Pre credit scene, the last scene. I don't know what they call it at this point. I was mad at Marvel. You made me wait. I watched every credit and it was nothing. And I was very disappointed. But um I guess it was supposed to be a cliffhanger, but you don't you guys don't do that, Marvel. What are we doing now? <laughs> but anyway, um I do think that he thought that he was gonna win and so he welcomed the death. Or he was just excited to know another version of himself would win. I mean, it seemed kind of backwards that he would like spend his whole life, like millions of years, yeah, creating the sacred timeline, only to just like die and hand it off to someone else who was another version of himself who he was keeping out. Like it just wouldn't make sense. 
that he would do something like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, but he in himself is an Easter egg. We know that he is at least Nathaniel Richards on one version of Earth. And we know that Nathaniel Richards is related to Reed Richards. Here's how bad I am at math. <laughs> when he said the 31st century, I was trying to figure out if I could do the math <laughs> to figure out how many generations away he would be from Reed Richards to see if uh, <laughs> if I could tell if he would be, uh, like if they would go for the young approach with the Fantastic Four or the older approach. I would... <laughs> As you could tell, I came into uh, more dead ends than him in that, in that rule. Um, but yeah. What do you guys think about that, though? About it connected to Reed Richards? Really just, uh, the, like, what was his, his entire... Because basically, everything that we've seen thus far, we can say, is on the sacred timeline, right? Mm-hmm. And he's been, like, pruning it um, and going through it and, like, making sure that, in like, nothing can happen on this time because that's the timeline he's from. So mm-hmm. nothing can happen on this timeline that could put it in jeopardy of another version being able to get out of. Ironically, because we said last episode, this might be his prison. Ironically, a prison. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what they're in. Like, like, uh, like he's killing versions of himself off in these other timelines like so that they don't you know discover this or so they don't you know become active enough to you know cross the multiverse like he's like he's completely killing them because he's killing timelines remember that's Mm -hmm. what the tva did they would go and they would like reset a timeline they would take the variant and reset a timeline so that it couldn't happen again and so every timeline was then the sacred timeline and therefore you have what you have in avengers endgame which was when they went back in time and they had to go reset everything, but obviously they didn't do it the exact way. That's how we get this series. Mm-hmm. And so, which is another point I want to make, um, but I think it's interesting, and I guess I'll I'll touch on this one at the end too, but because uh, I have two points now. The first point that I was going to make was that it's interesting that in a world where all of the Kangs or the the variant, the Kang variants are, like, scarce because they die because they don't get to, like, ever be born or survive. Mm-hmm. It's ran by Lokis. <laughs> and in a world where Kang is allowed to survive, like, at, as we see at the very end, and there's, like, Kangs everywhere, it's multiversal war, there doesn't mm-hmm. appear to be any Lokis. Right. Because Mobius asked him that question at the end, like, who are you? But Mo, remember in the beginning, Mobius knew everything about Loki, very yeah. intimately about Loki, about Lokis in general. Yeah. He was like an expert on Lokis. And to see that he no longer knows who he is, we see that in a world where Kang is allowed to survive, he probably makes sure that Loki variants are killed. Mm-hmm. Which seems to be a hard thing to do, if you ask me. But, mm-hmm. um, my point that I was going to make right there, the second point, was that the Avengers. Is it weird that every Avengers movie somehow sets up the next one? Is it weird? Like, Avengers 1, we have Loki, right? We, mm-hmm. And we see the whole setup to Thanos. 
But because of the whole attack on New York, uh, Tony Stark is, of course, has his PTSD. And so he creates Ultron, which, you know, is the next Avengers. Because of the events there, we get to Infinity War, which obviously Infinity War in game or part one, part two. But because of the events in Endgame with Loki, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of like how they, you know, went back in time and then Loki was able to get the, you know, become a variant basically. And that's how we get the entire show, Loki, that we're in now, right? Yeah. However, this entire show just set up Kang, who they announced as the big bad of the MCU now, which means that Endgame, that moment in Endgame set up the next Avengers because now the Avengers have to get it together. Whoever yeah. we have left at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what it's going to take, but I think that we will find out shortly. And I see why phase four was so short because they don't have time to get everything <laughs> together. <laughs> Literally, they don't have time. Right. It's, they're dealing with someone who can no longer be stopped, basically, because he's going to just keep coming back. Like, they would have to base... Like, there's a purpose for the TVA now, to stop Kang. Yeah. But, like, you need a Kang to stop a Kang. <laughs> is that is that not weird? Like, I don't know. I feel like it's going to get so confusing with all the, with the multiverse. Oh, I'm very... Who says, who says all of the, like, Phase 4 even happens in the same timeline? So... I, did, I did see someone say that, though. Like, they were like, well, they can't just write off all of what Marvel has done before. So yeah. the idea is that, like, everything still happens as it does on one timeline, but there's so many branching timelines that, like, who's to say that other things can't exist now? Because that could be, like, an easy way to kind of be, like, um, for the sister on Black Panther to be Black Panther. Mm. Mm. I doubt they do that. I doubt they do that, too. Not to, like, but, it's I what mean, they should be doing. But, but they could like, do it. Ch- yeah, they could. Technically. Hmm. I you, think... have, you have the first hmm moment. Of the <laughs> I think um, just because we're talking about sort of the confusion with like multiverse and stuff is any piece, any story that involves time travel like Loki does inevitably has at least a few logical fallacies. I don't think I've seen time travel story that doesn't have any. And it's something you can kind of look over to a certain degree. But I think Loki in particular and some of the other and like the um final Avengers where they time traveled both suffer from the issue of having a boatload of issues in regards to um, the time travel aspects that just don't make sense. Steve Rogers. Oh god. Oh my god. Oh my god. They announced that Steve Rogers, like the children of Peggy was always Steve Rogers' children. And I still can't figure out how that married. is. She was married to another dude. <laughs> that was part of the plot is that she got over him and then married somebody who wasn't Steve Rogers. 
I'm still confused about that. Maybe it was a Steve Rogers variant. I mean, I'm just still very confused <laughs> about that one. I need an explanation, Marvel. I just had to stop doing the mental gymnastics required to figure it out. It just and, wasn't you know, good for my mental health. The fact that, that Steve Rogers, you know, just has to keep quiet, like doesn't say anything about 9-11 that's going to happen, that he knows is going to happen, or any other number of events that he could prevent, you know, and he oh, just he, doesn't say anything. But he goes back and makes sure to, like, live the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> he lives the rest of his life with Peggy. Now, that was also confusing. At what point did he come back? Because there should be no Steve Rogers in our universe. Exactly. Like old man Steve, he shouldn't exist. Yeah, he would have been, yeah. Yeah. If he was smart, he would have gone back and lived his life. And then he would have like triggered the thing the, uh, to come back as like a young version. But I guess that would be defeating the purpose of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So sorry, Marvel. <laughs> I'm just but, saying what I would do. <laughs> I was partially bringing that up to go um so you know uh Sylvie kills I was about to say he who must not be named what did they call him he who remains he who remains he who remains <laughs> not Harry Potter um he who remains but if she kills him at the end of time. It shouldn't have affected the past. That mm. would have happened. So I think it's just like one of the many problems that they created from this for themselves when they did this whole uh, time travel thing. A lot of it just doesn't make sense. They, and I think that's why they gave us 30 minutes of exposition with no action for that last episode. They were like, we know it's going to be confusing. Let's just talk about it. Let's slow it down a little bit for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we don't want anything to be distracting. Because, uh, you know, there's still a lot of people confused about, like, how Black Widow had a movie if she just died. Mm -hmm. That's why they had to put it in bold text in the trailer. Um, and they but... kept referencing, like, what timeline it was, too. Literally. Like, they people... referenced it so much. People were so confused naturally but i think that the timeline so when sylvie sent him back i don't even think she realized the full ramifications of her actions but mm -hmm. remember just the fact that like they were sitting in the room and so like if you look at the um the timeline right like mm -hmm. the actual like timeline of uh, the line and i seen this easter egg as well like if you go back to episode one when uh Loki or two or whatever episode early on when Loki's talking to Miss Minutes. Miss mm -hmm. Minutes is like, uh, there used to be a multiversal war, and then she like is showing the the like animation of like a line. Oh, it's yeah, actually yeah. the same line that we see at the end of the movie. I mean the end of the, the series. And so if you pay attention to the line while they're like throughout that 30 minutes of like exposition, the line is actually changing yep. and altering and shifting. Mm -hmm. So remember we see Mobius and uh Hunter B uh what, I keep forgetting her name. 27? 25? B15. B15. Uh, going through it. That sounds like we're playing bingo. Going through uh, <laughs> <laughs> going through, and watching it change, that's actually kind of, even though the TVA exists outside of time, which, again, you're right, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It 
I think they're it, it's the same thing with the whole uh Falcon and Winter Soldier ending with the whole power broker reveal where it's like Marvel is just really kind of saying, Hold on, hold on, hold on, just don't look too closely right now. Like it's not gonna make any sense right now. Just give us time to explain it. Trust, trust me, we're gonna explain it. <laughs> because I think that what we're gonna find out maybe in Loki season two or one of the other projects that are coming up is mm-hmm. Loki was either sent back to another timeline or like I said, the other uh the other uh Kang. One, because the other Kang did come back, the one that she killed, he actually was born still. Of course, that's how time works. And then yeah. he did go back and fight the multiversal war. But whatever Kang won that one, who we assume obviously is Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. It, he somehow knew about Elias enough to stop it from happening. And so Kang, the Kang that, or he who remains, Amortis, whatever he's going to be known as did not win specifically and because he did not win when Loki goes back everything was changed right and at least that's my my understanding but I could be completely completely wrong you keep going back to the like he didn't win thing but like just his wording was like did didn't he because like he would say stuff like can you really trust anybody and what did he say? He said, like, uh, you know, you can't get to the end until you've been changed by the journey. Like, certain things he said is, like, he was, like, manipulating them, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. one of the things I kind of thought from the thing, from watching his whole, like, he, he basically said there are two options and I'll win either way. Like, you guys take over and I retire. You kill me, and another version of me will take over, and I win anyways. But I feel like when he was saying that second option, he didn't totally believe that. Again, maybe it was just me, but he seemed really unsure and nervous when he said, whenever he said the second option. And I think that's because this version of himself doesn't win because they it's another version of himself but it's not him he still dies this version of his life ends and while another version of himself does win he still lost he does say that though he said they all they all aren't as what do you say amicable as him or or as nice or something i don't remember yeah something like that specifically i mean he like he warns them what's gonna happen but but then well, like, let... when they're fighting because you know how they're like they both well, one wants that one option the other wants the second option and they're like fighting yeah he's like chilling in the background oh like, he was kind of like, rooting them on he wanted them to, yeah. to that but that's why he was egging them on that's all i did he wanted exactly. to die i thought he wanted to die he wanted it to be over yeah like they don't it, while they're fighting they don't even like zoom in on him much or at all you just see him in the background just like watching like us because i wouldn't have let the door i would just let lock the door i know she was gonna like bust it down anyway but like i would have just left i feel (laughs) like i could have just left like if i wanted to survive i wouldn't be there if i had a feeling that i was gonna leave it up to them i wouldn't even how he revealed it to them like oh i don't know what's gonna happen anymore they wouldn't have tried to kill him anymore yeah well i think oops not there like that whole thing yeah. 
Well, the way I was looking at it is I, I feel like he was trying to convince himself he would win either way, but he didn't completely believe it. I might be looking way too much into it. So do you guys think the multiversal war is over, or do you guys think it's just beginning? It just started. Oh, just beginning. Because <laughs> clearly there's already been some semblance of a battle because uh the Kang one Kang won, but clearly because there's so many different multiverses, there's even more versions of Kang than before than the original. And maybe that's how he lost. It was a new version who somehow knew all of this or just could anticipate better. Mm-hmm. Then now that there's so many different branches and it's an infinite amount of multiverses, it's like, oh, maybe there will always be a Kang that wins. And I think that's what they're kind of playing on when it comes to the future of Kang mm-hmm. is that it's not one big bad. He has to be the big bad because he just can't be stopped. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> Talk about a contingency plan, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about self-identity issues. Did they just steal the, the entire plot of this show from Split? <laughs> <laughs> Let me find out. Marvel stealing ideas from Shyamalan. Um... <laughs> So I seen one theory that Sylvie will become the new continuity Loki. Many believe uh, Loki will probably end up sacrificing himself for her. Um, mm. They finally kissed too. Yep. And it was kind of terrible. Yeah. It was oh very bad. God. I was like crazy. Oh, okay. I'm just... I was like, what At is least... that? Yeah, thank you. At least you guys are on the same page with me. When I saw <laughs> that, I was like, this is stupid. I was like, I hated it. It was bad. I hated it, but that's because I think it's way too close to incest. I feel like I have to bring that up every time because I don't feel like you guys aren't as weirded out about it as I am. But it's just oh, it seems weird. like they just abandoned all of that. Like that entire like weirdness around it and the whole idea of like uh, her not wanting to be called Loki. It seemed like while they got in the elevator, they the writers were just playing with us, like, haha. We got y'all. We made y'all believe this was a thing and it's not. We're about to blow up your mind. (laughs) Because he's like literally like, oh, I'm here with you, Loki and Loki. I thought she was going to go off with him at that point. Like, if it was any time to stab him, it would be right there, right? Or attempt to. Mm -hmm. But no, she was okay with it. And then the whole like weirdness around it, it was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty much natural. This is it now. But maybe it wasn't like a kiss. Maybe it was like it seemed like obviously it was part of her plan, like to distract out. Yeah, but then that's like that. That's what Loki's do. They pretty much they fall for themselves and they are tricksters. So like I don't know why Loki actually fell for Sylvie kissing her, kissing him. This is the most unLoki Loki <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, I think that's been kind of a theme with the entire show, though. Is he never seemed to be clever enough to be. The superior Loki. Loki. <laughs> yeah. Like, Loki needs to go to, like, I think he went to the Mobius school of uh, detectives for and got a degree in Loki because this Loki is a really terrible, like, Loki. Yeah. Like, he can't figure anything out. From, like, the first episode, like, and this is, like, this is really stupid, but he, <laughs> he signed a contract without reading it. He was just, like, they said, just sign it. He's like, okay. Which is just, like, a really Non-Loki not Loki-like thing to do. Like, he just continues to make 
impulsive impulsive actions, which isn't really. And when I was when I was watching the show with my auntie, uh, when Sylvie, is it Sylvie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, when she got uh, taken by the TVA and how she escaped so easily, I was like, now that's exactly what Loki would do. Yet he didn't do right. any of that. Like he did, he just went along with the plan. I said, there's no way Loki would actually like go through what they're doing and actually sit down and talk with them. He's he would like find a way to leave or at least or trick he them would and find a way something. to fit in or so- something. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't. He he literally just went with their plan and was like, "Oh, sure, I'll help you guys." Like, no, that's not what you would do. I mean, he technically did have like an <laughs> escape attempt or two, but he kind of gave up on that way too quickly. I'm just Sylvie's like, like well, isn't Sylvie the only one like trying to stab he who remains? Yeah. Like, I don't think I saw Loki try once. I think he believed him. He was just chilling. Just but but Loki Ooh, that was a cringy have... argument they had too. Mm-hmm. Who so, Sylvia and Loki? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, uh, you can't be, uh, or you don't trust, and I can't be trust. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he just explain like... Loki to me? <laughs> <laughs> like. Is he talking to himself technically at this point? This feels too weird. <laughs> That's what I've been saying the whole time. <laughs> like I was confused at that, at that subtext. I mean, honestly, I think a part of them probably wants to care because clearly I have a question: Where is Sylvie now? Is I know. she still there? Yeah, because she's stuck there. I mean, she she has the temp temp pad thing. Oh, that's true. Is Loki gonna prune himself? I'm sorry, what? Is Loki gonna prune himself? Oh, to get back to her? Or is he gonna? I I think now we're gonna see the because here's the thing, and here's here's the only reason why she couldn't be the new Loki. Like we couldn't just give up on Loki because she's not quite as charming as Loki. And so it just probably wouldn't work. Like we like we like Sylvie because we like Sylvie as Sylvie. We don't like Sylvie as like the new Loki. Yeah, okay. right. We just missed our Loki because I still don't think that we've seen our Loki all season. <laughs> yeah. Can you guys also explain? Like I'm still confused on like how did Mobius and them forget who he is? Like what's that whole thing? The different timeline. It's a different yeah. timeline. I, I think so, that how they got to a different timeline, I think, doesn't make sense. Like, they did not follow through on um, the logic there. But, yeah, it's it's a, they're basically in a different timeline because the one they were in before. Well, they could so technically say that the Tempat... It requires, even though the TVA is not in time and space, it there's a location for the TVA somewhere, right? And mm-hmm. so, remember before, all of the timelines were on top of each other. It was like one, two, three, four, and then he would get rid of all the other ones. But mm-hmm. like, he stopped getting rid of them. Like when he stopped actually tracking them and doing his due diligence, like because obviously, like the the branches started, and he was like, I don't know what's going to happen at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, technically. Where she sent him could have been it could have been locked on the coordinates to the where the the TVA formerly was, but because it branched so many times, he could have gone to like a different timeline. Yeah, and then you kind of so, touched touched on it when uh remember when Ryan kind of said that maybe Loki's don't exist in that like certain timeline. 
Oh, okay, that's why he didn't okay. know who he was. He's like, uh, who's your superhero? I, Whatever you asked him. So, so is it like everybody forgot who Loki is, or like just them, like some people? Loki dies, and it appears the only two Lokis in the universe, in, in the entire multiverse of infinite multiverses, is Loki and Sylvie. Oh. Well, there's still the the Lokis that have been in the void. I don't. I don't think they exist anymore. The other Lokis in the void, they don't exist. Yeah, it's well, it's really hard to say because I mean these are characters that clearly existed in timelines that don't exist anymore. So shouldn't they still be there? What's well, the end of time? But here's here's the reason I don't think they exist. Kang was in control. Whatever Kang beat, he who remains. Mm-hmm. Had to know how to control a life, and so he probably knew how to expand a life to actually getting rid of the Lokis that existed there because they could be a danger or detriment or threat to his rule. Remember how they they came together and helped Loki and Sylvie mm-hmm. at the end. He probably can't allow that to happen. He can't take the same chances that his predecessor took. So. He probably got rid of them. That would be my explanation. I mean, it's it's sad, you know. We need more alligator Loki. I know. I was about to say oh, that. I was ju- I was genuinely about me. to mention how that better not be the case because <laughs> alligator Loki has to come back. But it makes sense because Mobius in this timeline, at least where Loki are Loki, a Loki at this point, he's a person, a person at this point. He can't be called Loki anymore. He's just he's just him. Um. Where he ends up at the end, we see uh, Mobius doesn't know anything about any Loki. So that means that the other Lokis have been wiped away. And the timeline where like he was formerly from, right, it either doesn't exist or it exists on another branch that it would be very difficult for him to like get back to. And when he died, where, like where he dies in the timeline where he was supposed to be, where like Thanos chokes him out. Mm-hmm. That was the end of Loki, at least our Loki forever. This yeah, Loki, the only Loki left. So you can't go back in time and get him because when you come back, it'll be different. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of mental gymnastics. It, it's a lot to to even think about. But I guess we'll find once we find out the answer of where Sylvie is and where she goes, we'll mm-hmm. know the answer of specifically. Um, <laughs> Uh, what what happened to the other Lokis and so on and so forth. Because we do know this. I will say this. It's confirmed. Loki is confirmed for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Really? Probably probably in any credit. Yeah. It's pot, And then that sets up, you know, yeah. Loki season two. But we know that with Loki, we thought he was just setting up, um, and we were correct, <laughs> kind of. He was setting up Ant-Man, which was set up Fantastic Four. We now know that he was setting up Ant-Man, Fantastic Four, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, <laughs> and even the Venom crossover, and possibly the X-Men. Possibly. You know what I heard? I heard that the TVA is inside the quantum realm, which which makes more sense for Ant-Man to me. Yeah. Because think... there was a little city in Ant-Man and the Wasp. When they went to the quantum realm, you saw a little city that looked exactly like the TVA in the corner. I... I mean, that was that's and, what I said last and, week. I agree. And, oh, I was gonna say, and I was gonna say they kept saying like time works differently here, and that's exactly what they said in the quantum realm. So I was like, yeah, it has to be in there. 
I mean, it's four time always. Oh no, I said it wrong. Four time always. Uh, what is it? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Oh, I don't remember. I think for all. Always. Got her. Get her. TBA. Bury it. <laughs> no, I, I, I really. Uh, it was interesting how they said that. So, is our Mobius? Do we even have a Mobius at this point? Like, is our Mobius and where is our like, Mobius? <laughs> where is our Mobius? Because he's somewhere too. We never got our jet ski answer, yeah. by the yeah, way. I yeah. I I was convinced he was gonna have some kind of like chance to like explore that and stuff during the show as like a little but he didn't even say wow. <laughs> wow <laughs> He didn't say that at all. So for that reason, zero out of zero. Or I guess that's a that's a perfect score. Zero out of ten. I know we didn't get a lot of Mobius, but at least he didn't die. Like, I mean, he's still around. Sorta. Remember, I know, like, mm, but remember we like, I had a, I thought he was gonna die. I'm so confused. I think that we don't even care where Ravana went. They could have cut that scene. True. Like, no. Yeah. Like, but I they, guess it was cool for the setup, but wherever she does go, but like, we really don't care. There's so many, so many other things to talk about, like X Men. I mean, there was, oh my gosh! Yeah, the one line I was wondering about is before she leaves, and this is the only reason why I'm kind of curious: is before she leaves, uh, Clock Lady, what's her name? Miss um, Minutes. Miss Minutes. I love Miss Minutes. Uh, Ravana requested some documents. And then Miss Minutes gives her ones she did not request. And she said that. And Miss Minutes' response was, you know, he who remains thought these would be more useful to you. So he's clearly, like, set that up for some reason. Mm, you are right. Wow, you are a good watcher. Wait, say that again. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> Ravana requested documents uh, from Miss Minutes, but instead of giving her the documents she requested, Miss Minutes gave her a different set of documents and said that he who remains told her to give these to Ravana because they would be more useful to her. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't catch that. Yeah. That could go one of two ways. He could be secretly actually surviving and he just chose not to fight mm-hmm. to live another day or he could have faked his death. Who knows? And or he could have actually chose to like set it up. So like she went somewhere where he was going to be. Yeah. Right? Where she'll be safe. Mm-hmm. Or he could have planned overconfidently to win the multiversal war and get her to wherever where he could like actually like win and like do what he needs to do and retire and stuff and she'd be there as a contingency but he died so he didn't like he double died so he's not gonna be there I don't know he double died <laughs> he double died at this point I mean at this point how many versions of himself died Jesus I don't know but like Jonathan Major's delivery throughout that whole episode. Oh, it was impeccable. Amazing. Yeah. 
he caught us completely off guard. He did. He did so like I've seen him in Lovecraft Country, and but oh my god, he did so good. I was surprised at like how like forward he was. I was waiting for like the plot twist. Wait, who? I know. Uh, the uh, he who remains. That's the actor's name. Oh. Yeah, I know. I they, didn't like him. I didn't think they would uh, bring him in so quick. Like it was like the first like. It was really quick. I thought they were yeah, I was, yeah I was I thought it was like a whole thing they were gonna like make yeah. us like go through. I thought they were gonna drag it out a little bit. I feel like that was the only reveal that fans actually were like, okay, okay, Marvel, you listen. Because mm-hmm. we all were very let down with WandaVision and also very let down with Falcon and Winter Soldier with the big reveals at the yeah. end. I was gonna let down. <laughs> oh, here you go, bad opinion, man. <laughs> Why were you not let down? I don't know. I I wasn't let down. They always got something for us, so I'm sure they'll do something. Okay, so yeah, of course, <laughs> obviously, but people were let down from the show in its entirety, not just like the connection to the you know the next thing where they finally do explain it to us, and we're like, ah, we get it now. It's like so the wait, initial why? shock. So you nobody was let down. Wait, so you're saying people were let down from WandaVision, like the whole show? Um, oh, the fifth show? I yeah. love the beginning of WandaVision. It's uh, how they resolved everything that was the problem, in my opinion. I was yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. You guys are Ryan. You have yeah. We are on two different stories. Yeah, you're on that <laughs> timeline with Loki. <laughs> Speaking of that like. Is- uh, timelines. Are you guys gonna watch uh, What If? I think yeah. that, that oh, yeah. was the best yeah. promotion for What If. Yeah, whatsoever. I was like, that definitely like m- makes you want to go watch What If. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Did you see the the controversy with What If that they had like last week? What? No, I didn't. Ro- Robert Downey Jr. They uh, recast him like his voice, the voice actor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, only, yeah. the only person they recast and so he like unfollowed everybody in oh is that why he unfollowed everyone that was why oh I saw that he unfollowed everybody but honestly I'm not one to care for social media drama so I didn't actually look into it yeah I didn't look into it I just heard that he unfollowed everyone I was, I what do you mean un- what do you mean what do you mean unfollowed everybody like on like, Instagram like- he unfollowed oh. all of his Marvel um, cast members. Cast members. But they have matching tattoos. How could he? Wait, why though? Why? Yeah. Why didn't they? Know. Why didn't they uh, cast him as Iron Man? I think, and we'll we'll hear the answer to this. I'm sure eventually. But uh, I think honestly, it's because Robert Downey Jr. costs a lot of money. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I was thinking. He, I think he cost like $160 million for like Spider-Man. And when they didn't have him in Far From Home, it was like, oh my gosh, this is such a cheap movie. He right? probably <laughs> costs more than any of their other actors because he was in their very first one. So I believe he gets even like money from all of the movie. He gets... uh. Equity. A percentage of um, 
the money they make on uh, the movies and such. Like the total, like the not just the box office, but like the the home video releases and the mm-hmm. merchandise, like the, the the all of the money that the IP generates. Yeah. Which is crazy because even the creators of the IP for some of these comics <laughs> don't make any money off of these live action. That's yeah. why we hear from the creator of Deadpool every five days. <laughs> hmm. I'm excited for Deadpool. Yeah, me too. There's going to be a lot of jokes about everything. Yeah, he'll probably it's- even make fun of the stuff that doesn't make sense. Exactly. Oh, you know he's definitely making yeah, fun Yeah, like, that. you've got to. He's too self-aware, like, to not. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll touch on Captain America. And I think that's why they're testing out that, that format on She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. To see if it works. And how they can, like, fix it for Deadpool. Because, obviously, currently, Deadpool doesn't fit into the MCU. The best Deadpool we would get is, like, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Maybe Iron Man 3. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> That's a hard maybe. Because Deadpool is so ridiculous. Like Deadpool 2, I really hate that movie. Really? I don't I, I was upset because I felt like Deadpool 1 had so much potential to be uh because remember it was rumblings and rumors that Disney was gonna buy them. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like Deadpool 1 had so much potential to just easily just you could just plop it into the MCU. Uh-huh. Deadpool 2, they showed the other X-Men. It's no way it's going in there. I would not want Deadpool in the MCU. Well, now we have multiple timelines, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, they announced that this morning everything is canon. Yeah. I mean, I really, I mentioned this. I don't think I mentioned this today, but I mentioned this another day. I think all of this multiple timelines and multiverse stuff and all of that was just just a setup. So they can basically do whatever they want now without worrying too much about continuity. Mm-hmm. Oh, you knew that. Oh, you knew that. They can literally explain away all of those plot holes that we just discussed. Yep. All of the ones that we didn't like. They could literally say, oh, it's Kang's fault. Blame Kang. This stuff <laughs> makes me this stuff makes me more like invested in seeing all these other Marvel movies because now we all like as the audience, we all feel like now we're in the same like war with them and we're like part of it. Like when Endgame and stuff is coming out, we're like, all right, we're gonna see how this goes down and stuff. But, but like we were we, we didn't feel involved in it. Now I feel involved in this like multiverse of war even though i'm just sitting here watching it if that makes sense oh they definitely have included us into this this multiverse like by simply saying everything is canon out you could technically go back and watch anything because you don't know what's going to actually pop up exactly yeah so now i feel like more invested to keep re-watching things and find more details find more easter eggs and stuff because avengers 5 is actually going to be spider-man uh Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, literally from the sound of the cast, it sounds like they got everybody. Yeah. Imagine they bring back Chris Evans' uh, Johnny Storm. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) It would be funny if they referenced... If they referenced, like, the other stuff? Oh, if they referenced the whole Chris Evans playing two different 
roles within the same kind of the same universe not really but if <laughs> yeah the marvel cinematic multiverse yes the mcmu <laughs> or mcmv i don't know it'll be interesting to see what are you guys most excited to see i won't answer because obviously oh you know the answer yeah <laughs> Just what are, what are we excited most to see? You said, mm-hmm. what name? What what top two characters you're excited to see? One that we've already seen, one that we haven't, and what is your favorite property that you're excited to see that now <laughs> could possibly exist? Well, it all exists, so it does exist somewhere in a galaxy far, far away. He's. <laughs> Is it a character we are excited to see? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, name two characters. One that we've already seen, we've already been introduced to, that you're excited to see again, and one that we have not seen. Well, I want to see more Kang. Or who? Mm-hmm. Or whoever he is. Yeah, whoever he is. Well, I mean, he did say, like, some call me a conqueror, some people call me a ruler. That was kind of cringy, but yeah. Yeah. But he, like, dropped a conqueror. He did. I'm really excited to see what he does with every with the multiverse. He's gonna ruin it. Well, he kind of already did. I know. <laughs> I don't know about a character we haven't met yet, but I'm excited to see what if. To be honest, even more now. Okay, 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 okay. Peggy Carter is Captain America coming soon. That would honestly be great. Or Captain Britain. She wasn't really American. I don't no, know. she was not. That would be kind of. <laughs> I think that's one of the episodes they did, but I'm like, she wasn't American, so is she gonna be Captain Britain? Or... Yeah. I also want to see was... behind Miss Minutes. I think it was him, but it also didn't feel like she was like, oh, she still calls me that. I feel like yeah, if I didn't that... want to be called that, I would just like rewire her or whatever technology. He uses. Mm-hmm. How about you, Hannah? What, what what are you excited for? And who are you excited for? I'm excited for... Are you, are you talking about just, like, the future anything or in regards to Loki? Anything. Everything is canon. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for, like, the potential of what they can do with Yelena from the Black Widow movie because I just really liked her. Um, as for and, and Spider-Man, I've always liked Spider-Man, but as for a character we haven't seen, they have not once said they're going to do this. But I want to see a Squirrel Girl movie. I think oh, they, they, they should... They did announce that. Wait, they did? It was well, okay. So it got picked up. They filmed it already. It got picked up uh, for ABC. Oh, and they they like canceled it because like I I don't think anyone wanted it. <laughs> My pitch has always been Squirrel Girl movie written by Ryan North. Hopefully, I didn't get his name wrong. Who wrote the Squirrel Girl comics? Directed by David Lynch. Marvel would never hire David Lynch, but a. Uh, Squirrel Girl movie directed by David Lynch. 
which doesn't make sense if you don't know who David Lynch is and probably doesn't make sense as a choice if you do know who David Lynch is. <laughs> but I think it's a great idea. I, I don't know what happened with... Uh, I Honestly, I think it's called Secret Warriors was the mm-hmm. title of the show. And it was like Squirrel Girl and like five other uh, people that they just picked up. Squirrel Girl would be such a great character. And she's beaten like every villain ever single-handedly. I'm pretty sure she defeated Thanos. She defeated Dr. Doom. They might, br- they might bring it back. I mean, at this point, even the Serpent Society or what is it? The Serpent People, they probably would even introduce. Mm-hmm. No, they won't. Remember when they they announced that it was Captain America, like uh, uh surfing surfing people or whatever, and it was a troll the whole time. Oh, uh, Lucius, what are you excited for? Uh, Doctor Strange. He's definitely gonna say Andrew Garfield. <laughs> uh, whatever. <clears throat> oh, I sh- I should send them that video I sent you on TikTok. Yeah, it disconnected. Blame Kang. As soon as my opinion comes on, you just end it. I see. <laughs> I was like, James, <laughs> as soon as you started talking. Blame Kang. Blame Kang. He's <laughs> like, you guys know too much. Yeah, it wasn't a part. It wasn't a part of the timeline. It wasn't on the sacred timeline. Did we just get, we just get pruned? <laughs> we, we, we just got pruned. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it so was like, my... literally, as soon as you, literally, I, I was like, oh, dang, did it go out? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I wasn't sure what happened. As soon as I started talking and it went out, I was getting ready to text you and say, all right, I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something that I was going to get a lot of hate for in this, but I was going to say, it. well, I'll tell you guys, and I'm sure you'll put it in there. I don't really care anymore, but I did not like the, like the last episode of Loki at all. Are you, I mean, you, you might as well just say it. I did not enjoy okay. it. Is it because it wasn't like a lot of action or what? No, it was just like, like, like for, for all this buildup and all these, just like the great episodes and stuff. I just sat down with them for 30 minutes listening to them talk and the next you know they just started fighting each other and I was like okay like I saw I kind of saw that when they started disagreeing and stuff then they kissed and I was like all right that's what set me off and then that's when <laughs> she, she ended up killing him and I was like okay well now she was going to do that but then the, the only thing I can say is I yeah I didn't predict the ending but now just like if they would have started with that and then showed more of it, I would have been fine with the episode. Like, oh, that you like crazy. those episodes when it's like, oh, let's go and let's go uh back in time and explain what happened. Or oh, I hate like those. The boom. Wait, what kind of episodes? Well, like no, if if they would if they would have started like with, but first, wait, who who was the black dude? Is that is that Kang or not? Yes. Yes. Okay, I don't like his character. Don't like I don't like the way he was he was too goofy and stuff i'm like this is a letdown oh steph is about to prune you <laughs> probably i was gonna say because I, I know she liked him but i didn't i was not invested steph is definitely like about been, to prune you and i'm like how do i word 
it was goofy, but I feel like that because he already knew, like you said, he already knew it was gonna happen, and then he was he was he was messing with them. But he was so, eating yeah. apple for crying out loud, like just chilling. Oh, you know, people who eat apples and explain things to people are never gonna be well received. Yeah, but but that, like he, <laughs> but he gave he, like... he, he gave me Mandarin vibes from Iron Man three, and that was oh, you are disrespectful. Oh no! Oh heck no! Like That's he was how I felt about Taskmaster. Like really? I was like, oh, they're gonna just redo Taskmaster, like how they did the Mandarin, and give uh-huh. us an appropriate version. Probably. Like, like for our for our like for our big bad villain now, like we got some like like this dude means no business to me. Uh, oh, you haven't met. Oh, you yeah, haven't met you, King. Exactly. You <laughs> haven't met the real one. Yeah. So, this so, is just so, this version. Oh, okay. That's so. So okay. That one. Well, this one's dead now. <laughs> oh, he's on. He yeah. doubled. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot. There's different versions and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I'm. He's gonna watch. He's gonna surprise you. I bet. Oh, he's about to be the worst villain mm-hmm. ever. Okay, uh, I, I, at least I, 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 I got some hope, I guess. Because I was <laughs> Hannah, saying, Hannah, you're you missed it. Lelouch just uh, slandered Iron Man three and the last episode of Loki in one time. <laughs> in one I sentence. <laughs> I don't know what you said. I said, uh, I say, uh. The Kang or whatever was like, they like they they portrayed him as like the Mandarin Iron Man three, like he was a letdown. So I I didn't like. Oh my god, that's the best part of Iron Man three. I don't get why that's what everybody insults about that movie, but it's great, and you're wrong. It's not. It's not an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) It's not an opinion. Subjectively good. No, I please keep I, that in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I, I loved Iron Man three. That was the best Iron Man to me. But the way like they had so much build up for the Mandarin, how he was like everybody was scared and took himself seriously. And the next, you know, as soon as he showed up, he's just drinking a beer, watching a game and stuff. I'm like, okay, like he, he, he this guy means no business. That's how I felt with like. Kang, like all this build up and stuff, and then he's just in there eating an apple, laying on the, like with his feet up on the table, and I'm like, okay, he's yeah, he means nothing. But then they just told me that there's other versions, so I'm I have some hope, I guess. Wow, what a bad opinion! This <laughs> is not a bad opinion. <laughs> and then and it, everybody keeps saying like this is the best final episode of all the like. All the shows. I'm like, no, like WandaVision I mean, was a that was a better finale to me. Or talking about the soldier, that was a better finale. I personally think this was the best finale. I don't think it was a great finale or anything. I thought it was okay, but I thought the other finales were just really bad. So in comparison, this one was better. I think Marvel hasn't figured out yet. Maybe they figured it out with Hawkeye. I think they're getting better, but I think they haven't figured out quite how to like do a show how to pace it too yeah like with six episodes but they say hawkeye is like 10 episodes really Mm. Mm -hmm. like to me like to me out of the whole loki series i think episode what is it i'm looking oh episode four i believe was the best episode it was well paced but that's in the middle of the season and then and then it got me built up for the final like final episode and then i was let down so i was like all right whatever and you weren't let down with WandaVision. I mean, Ralph Boner. 
Really? No, I was okay. I, I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't have high hopes. I don't know. I just kind of just let it let it play off. I don't necessarily disagree with you that uh, Loki, the finale was a letdown. I didn't think it was great, certainly, but I like think I- out of the other the other Marvel shows, this one had the best ending. Though, in my opinion, that's not well, yeah. saying much. Yeah, that that's completely true. I just I just told them I was like everything about episode, like the final episode was like I didn't enjoy it, but as soon as like the end happened when uh like the timelines began to like go crazy and stuff i was like oh okay this is like really getting like crazy and this might change everything but mm-hmm. but like like I'm, I'm just saying for like like when we watched wandavision or the Falcon winter soldier they kept leading like each episode was getting bigger and bigger and then the final episode was like a huge fight and they like it it went off to it led to another movie or like it's gonna happen with another movie. This was there really a huge fight in the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier though? Well it started off with the big fight and then it pretty much showed like that we're getting a Captain America four with a new Captain America and it introduced a new hero. And then WandaVision kinda led with like this is how this happened. This is how the new vision came out and then now this leads to Doctor Strange. This one was like, all right, let's story time for, you know, like 40 minutes. And then the last five minutes of the movie hit you with something hard. And then that's going to lead to many other movies. Mm-hmm. I think they all ended with like just set up. Like it was just all set. Like Marvel sacrificed a good finale, like a good definitive ending. Because they knew, remember before the movies, they would definitively end the movie because it was a movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they would definitively end it. And then that's why we love the post-credit scene so much. Because the post-credit scene, you had to, like, watch it. Like, that was the setup. Yeah. With this uh, format of, like, the, the you know, basically a movie, basically not TV, uh, where it's broken into sections and the parts, you kind of have, like, no definitive ending. It's just a lot of great setup for itself that gets let down because you're like, oh, where are they going to end this? Where are they going to take this? And the answer is always to the movies where you're going to continue the story. (laughs) And it makes you wonder. Like, I thought the ending was perfect for Loki if you're a fan of everything but Loki. (laughs) I'm an X-Men fan. I'm excited to see X-Men. I've been waiting on the X-Men all pandemic. You're an X Men fan? Oh, I am. I'm like, just kidding. The worst X Men fan. <laughs> literally, I hate literally X Men. Literally every sentence he said. Well, X Men would come into play, or X Men with this, X Men with this. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't know I was X Men fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think you even dropped it in the freaking Zoom meeting. Oh, I always, <laughs> I always throw X Men Easter egg. There's always one. <laughs> You, you, I feel like you've mentioned it at least once in every episode. So, oh, I have to find my X Men Easter egg. If I don't <laughs> find my X Men Easter egg, it wasn't a good episode. Like probably, like probably none of us would have known that Black Widow Easter egg with, with X Men except you. And then when you just told us, like, That's true. I don't, yeah, so yeah, I never catch any X Men. Are you guys not fans fans of the the X Men? They, they are. What? I, What's your favorite I mean, X Men movie? 
Uh, live action. Yeah. <clears throat> Logan. <laughs> okay. Okay. Besides that, that that's like the yeah the best one. But like out of the X Men like groups. Mm, maybe either Days of Future, <sighs> Days of Future Past, or First Class. I like First Class a lot, but maybe Days of Future Past. Okay, I said that's that's the best one to me. Oh I'm... Lord, never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> I can have a bad opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I changed my answer. Fine, I say Apocalypse. Oh, I believe that you will like Apocalypse. I I liked it. What? That's like the worst movie ever. I didn't beyond Marvel. That that was, I don't, that was, was, a, was I don't know if I can say whether I'm an X fan man fan or not because I was never particularly a fan of those movies. I saw all or most of them, but X Men Evolution was like a show that I rewatched ninety times when I was younger. So like I really love like a lot of the characters. I just haven't really seen them done that well in movies. Oh, you know we're gonna get Rogue in Captain or the Marvels. Yeah. You know we're gonna get the the little Captain Marvel sequel. You know we're getting that Rogue story, which nobody seems excited for but me. I you're excited for the Marvels like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm excited for it. I'd love if they do something with Rogue and Gambit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Bonnie and Clyde style, like Yeah. That would be cool. <clears throat> but are they gonna bring back uh uh Channing Tatum to play Gambit? I know he was like signed on to do it in the Fox universe. Is he gonna like Yeah, weren't they gonna do a Gambit movie or did they do it? No, they were they were gonna do it. They never. We only seen Gambit once for like five seconds in like X Men Origins Wolverine with the bow staff, and that was like the greatest five second fight I've ever seen. All right, calm down. Wait, did, wait, what? <laughs> that was easily the greatest five second fight. Him versus Wolverine, I almost passed out. Oh, you said the greatest I... five second fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Like was... I thought I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Like I'm saying, like out of the fights that are like five seconds, like what we saw of like Loki, like him and and uh, and uh, Sylvie fighting, like I just didn't hear the five second part. That's why I was like, wait, hold on. The greatest fight I ever seen. <laughs> That's what I was like, oh, well, I don't the great, the greatest fight I've ever seen. <laughs> it might be top fifty. It might be top fifty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that bow staff was crazy. Did you see how he like broke the ceiling and it was like ah. And then Wolverine came and was like, ah. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. A lot of screaming and, and yelling. And, you know, with Wolverine, it's always going to be a lot of cigarettes. But, like, Marvel doesn't, like, allow, like, cigarettes. So, <laughs> how is that going to happen? We don't know. That we don't know. I wonder if they're going to uh, recast Wolverine, though. Or they're, they are going to go with Hugh Jackman. It looks more and more likely they're going with Hugh Jackman. He's just, he's kind of old to be playing Wolverine at this point, which is why I think the movie Logan worked really well because he was kind of getting it's kind of the movie he it's him getting older is um it's kind of like a little bit of a plot point like he's not as you know as, but it's kind of 
difficult to use him when he's a character who's supposed to age super slowly, so he's pretty young. So I mean, him they can do the de aging thing. They did the aging in, in Logan for like the mm-hmm. other version that he was fighting that inevitably killed him. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did Loki still Logan? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Kane kills himself. Hmm. Logan kills himself. <clears throat> hmm. <laughs> I think Kane just set up the X Men. No. <laughs> 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 but what are you guys' final thoughts on on, uh, on everything Loki? I want to see more of where Loki ended up. Like, I want to see when mm-hmm. they explain that to him. <laughs> and your predictions? I cannot predict. It's too much. It's too many timelines. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> I have I like Loki say what? starting off Loki season two exactly where he left. Unless Loki season two, because you know they already filmed it. So like Loki mm-hmm. season two, uh, if it is set after Doctor Strange, I guess that's relative though because uh, Loki season one was set technically after the Avengers, but has mm-hmm. implications for everything after. So, oh. So do you think Loki would have anything to do with like like, do you think he'll he'll ever see Thor again in our world now? Because now, now Thor's Thor four is gonna come out, and they I don't know if Loki's gonna be in that. Thor's in I space. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that he's, not in space. Um, he's retired. The Asgardians of the Galaxy, remember? Well, that's that was a thing, but Asgard's on like what? Where is Asgard? New Jersey, something like that? Yeah, but remember, he gets in the spaceship with them, and flies off at the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. You're spoiling. You're spoiling timeline, man. <laughs> Who's your supervisor? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the new the new way to just ask somebody a question. Anytime that something seems off. Who's your supervisor? <laughs> I just hope the second season... I was really hoping that, I mean, I thought they were going to do more of this, but then they ended up not. I hope they have more just Mobius and Loki just kind of interacting. Mm, true. Yeah, they went in favor of the love story. Yeah. Which is, which is annoying. The, the not quite incestuous love story. <laughs> I like the worst kissing scene I've ever seen. <laughs> it felt weird and cringy. I'm trying to think. What's the worst kiss scene I've ever seen in a movie? Hmm. Man, what was it? That has competition. That's a difficult. Well, there, there was, there was, there was one movie that was perfect for a kiss scene, and they ended up just ending it. But I think, have you seen Chaos Walking? Yeah. Okay. When at the end, when they're, I thought they were gonna kiss, and they just ended it. I was like, uh, "Is it because COVID or like that's how, that's how it's?" Yeah. Well, she does say she's like, "I'm not gonna kiss you." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. I so. hate when they give us non-kissing kissing scenes. Oh, I hate that as a fan. 
then again, they could have probably not gave us a Loki because it, it seemed like they probably should have gave it like earlier. Mm-hmm. That would have, I still would have had enjoyed that. Loki's not the type of guy to kiss, like fall for people and stuff. Yeah, that's me. That's the part that was weird for me. I'm like, oh, Loki doesn't do this. But then, I can, but then I think it's because he's falling for himself, and that's why he was involved. Like he liked that. You're that's gonna make Hannah throw up. You keep saying that. <laughs> like it's how? just like, icky. Because like, like all, all all Lokis are liars. All Lokis are the same. And if he's falling for another Loki that's just as himself, he's only he he's selfish. He only loves himself. But he was the only Loki to even think like that. None of the other Lokis thought like that. None of them were even intrigued by the idea of a female Loki. They're like, oh. uh, no. <laughs> like, if it was just a platonic relationship, I would appreciate the whole angle of, you know, what makes them different from the other Lokis is they love and care about each other. But the fact that they make it romance, it's just like, it's it's easy and yeah you like there's the whole thing where it's like that's kind of a little bit narcissistic i feel like it would feel a little bit less narcissistic if it was um like just kind of the platonic emotions because they're not uh, i'm just gonna stop there i'm gonna i'm gonna just (laughs) if i don't stop oh lord That's Terminator. Or did he say, I'll be back? Who said that? I don't know. I didn't, by the way, I've never seen any of the other like Terminator movies until they like it, like regular TV, like on FX, like Terminator Genesis mm-hmm. and stuff. And they're all very terrible. Yeah, I just never b- bothered watching the other ones. Like that, that franchise is pretty bad. The first well, one yeah. is pretty good. No, I would they say Terminator is just like Fast and Furious. They just keep getting worse. But like the Terminator is like similar in that it has those issues with time and they keep remaking like old versions and building on like old sequels and then getting rid of it and then coming back. Yeah. It's like at this point. And they also have that same issue of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger getting older. Mm-hmm. But, like, they need him because at this point he's selling the movie. I don't know. It just seems like they never knew what they wanted to do with that one. Well, I think they had this really good standalone movie and then it had success. And then they tried to do a bunch of sequels that just didn't ever pan out. They didn't work because they give you what happens and you know what happens in the future. You don't need to, you know, see it play out it's there's a good show on Netflix called travelers i think they do the confusing but they do the best job at the time travel genre high mm. recommend high recommend what are you variants <clears throat> we will be back uh what's the next show hawkeye is there is there is Hawkeye gonna come out before the next movie or are we going to have to do a movie review before then? It'll probably do I think it's the I think it's the Shang Chi one. The Shang Chi and so Eternals Spider Man. Oh there's no uh what if's coming out on August eleventh. August eleventh. We will be back for what if. <laughs> that sounds Wait, so what weird if comes out August? Yeah, August eleventh. Oh wow. Spider Man is what September? Yeah, no, December. 
December. What? September is Shang-Chi, November is Eternals, December is Spider-Man, and then it goes next year. Did they move Venom to next year, or is it still like September or something like that? I think Venom's October. Okay. And then uh, and Mor- Morbius got moved to next year. Which I forgot all about. Morbius will be interesting after Blade. It won't be interesting before. Mm-hmm. Depending on what happens with Spider-Man. Because I don't think Venom touches Spider-Man at all. Probably not. Granny, I think Venom is definitely going to be uh, entering into the MCU. I just don't... I don't see how they don't bring Spider-Man back, and I don't see how they don't bring Spider-Man with Venom. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm excited for Spider-Man. I, th- I might be the most excited for Spider-Man, because it seems like all roads keep leading us to Spider-Man. They should be dropping the trailer soon. So I think I hope so. movies have been really good, too. So I think they're <laughs> afraid to drop the trailer because it'll confirm everything. Well, that's right. Well, they definitely have to play it safe. So I'm... they probably just wanted us to finish watching uh, Loki, and they might want us to watch What If. This is the longest they've ever like gone without because remember they didn't have to poke. Granted, it was like you know Marvel and Disney. I mean Marvel and Disney and uh, Sony, and they're like back and forth. But they didn't have to post because uh, they really spoiled Endgame. Mm-hmm. If you guys remember, the trailer came out like three, four months before Endgame for Spider-Man mm-hmm. Far From Home. Oh, yeah, like, oh, but Spider-Man yeah, yeah. survived. Yeah, yeah. But you kind of already knew. Well. They could have played Koi like it's a prequel. No, well, because people already were like, people already knew that other movies were going to come out after Endgame, and I'm sure Spider-Man was the only one, so. People knew that. Spider-Man but... is not phase four. Technically, it's phase three. Yeah, 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 I know. As, like, the last phase three movie, but, like, I don't think they spoiled anything until, like, they dropped the second trailer out during Endgame, like, when they're, when, when they showed Iron Man dead. But, like, Spider-Man <laughs> 4, uh, I'm not Spider-Man 4, Spider-Man 3, it's weird because, right, Falcon and Winter Soldier is set after Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, it's not, I lie, I lie, I lie. It's set before <laughs> Spider-Man. But Spider-Man is phase three, and Falcon and Soldier is phase four, and Black Widow is phase four. So there's a lot of prequels and timelines. Marvel, we need help. Kang, where's the button? <laughs> Call Kang. Miss Minutes. Oh, Hannah, I kind of missed that joke too earlier. Oh, when yeah. Went out. Oh, yeah. We said we got pruned because we knew too much. <laughs> oh, it was Lucius's fault. He created a Nexus level event. <laughs> I told you. his bad opinions. All his bad That's opinions like... added up. <laughs> as soon as he started talking, it just went boop. <laughs> they yeah, reset right the time. <laughs> now we're back here, so. At least Literally. Nexus, at least your Nexus event wasn't accidentally eating the wrong neighbor's cat. Wow, yeah. I, just no, I did do that once. Huh? I said I did do that once, so you know. 
I just found, I found, well, I guess I just realized we never found out Sylvie's Nexus level event. Oh, shit, you're right. That's she did all of that. Yeah. All of that. Why didn't she Maybe ask her? They better explain it in season two then. Or what if they start off like that? That'd be cool. I mean, Ooh, that, were, will be, that, will, that will be cool. If they were arguing it was one timeline, which this is one of the things where I think they got, they, they not everything they put out was quite logical. If there is only a single timeline at this point, you would, you would think that her Nexus event would have been just being born because Loki is supposed to be a dude. But uh, if that was the case, they would have needed to grab her basically the second she was born. I don't know. It better be a like a crazy really explanation. Good, yeah, it better be a really good Nexus event that would have been like, oh shit. Like it's gonna be know. another Ralph Boner joke. It better not. It's gonna be like super boring. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be before you know it, uh, if you guys would like to hear a weekly or, or I guess a more periodic series, then comment that below. I was going to say Iron Man 3000, but oh. it just off. I didn't want to be unfollowed. All right, guys. <laughs> how, about you, how about you just say for all time and always? Yeah, there you go. I can't remember it. I keep forgetting it. I don't know what's going on. It's for all time always. Ah, you're about to cause another Nexus level event. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs>